0: Now, here's automotive expert, television, and radio host, Alan Taylor. A
1: crazy, zany, completely nutso, crazy guy, car guy show today. And car gals because my my first guest is, well, she's female. Her name is BJ Colleen, the voice of reason in my crazy crazy world and and she proves that to me all the time if you love cars you've tuned into the right spot on the dial thank you for listening today we have uh, we're starting with BJ and then of course Carl Brower who is an industry analyst for iccars.com we're supposed to hear from the insane man himself Richard Rawlings from fast and loud on Discovery Channel and gas monkey garage and all that because he's doing some new things 2022 is gonna be a big year for the big Richard Rawlings. And then um, you know, I don't know, there's other stuff going on in the show, but I don't even know what happens. It's like if they call in, they get on the show. If they don't, I call them an idiot and never talk to them again until the next time they want to be on the show. (laughs) BJ's laughing in the back. I'm
2: okay with that. I'm okay with that. I got no problem with that. You
1: I never call you an idiot. Ever, never. That you Not got, to my face. That you know of. <laughs> <that> you know <laughs> of. Okay, so um, as you know, this is the last live show until SEMA, the Specialty Equipment Market Association trade show for car people. SEMA is it's uh, mecca. it's mecca. It mecca. really is. Yeah, there's no other way to describe it for car people because it is where all the newest products come out that are going to make your car look better, go faster, be more efficient. You know, whatever it is, everything oil gas uh uh, i don't even know why stripes i mean wheels i don't know what is it you know (laughs) how do you describe SEMA? it's like how do you describe mecca okay for car guys it's yeah it's i I
2: can i can describe SEMA. okay you go into you ever been into like a hallmark store yeah where there's like everything that you can imagine from cards to gifts to anything that's got to do with Hallmark. That's kind of what SEMA is. It's all oh, automotive yeah. in one place. So, what one you're saying, giant place.
1: For me, it's like going into 31 flavors, right? Baskin Robbins. Yeah. It's, it's everything yeah. I want, all right? Many. In one store.
2: Ice cream. It's perfect. A million in one <laughs> flavor. So, that's the difference. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? So, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, yeah. I'm going to be there, and uh, Richard Rawlings is going to be there doing some unveiling. He says, I'm only coming in for one day. Hurricane Richard's blowing into town. And I'm like, why only one day? I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. I got new shows to start and all this and all that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be on the cover of Dub Magazine. I got to talk about that. Can we talk about that? I can talk about whatever you want, Richard. Just <laughs> shut up. Let's get going. on Anyway, what does BJ Colleen have to talk about, the voice of reason in my world?
2: Well, let, let's talk a little bit about SEMA because okay. it is the big show that's coming to town. It wasn't around last year. It was virtual, which was okay, but nothing like it is when it's for real because you want to see all the cars and all the cool stuff. But one of the things that SEMA is doing this year that I feel sorry for the people that don't get to attend is that they're going to have the chip boost collection. It's going to be on display in the North hall and it's going to feature 20 of his most iconic resto mods. And he's going to be there designing a new wheel too. So, I mean, you're going to see everything from impression, imposter, hemisphere, the keystone coupe. He's got the, the Yurok roadster, The Ford Coupe Stallion, I mean, it's really going to be a heck of a collection. And I'm impressed that he was able to get people to gather up all their cars and bring them to the show. So that's going to be something you definitely don't want to miss if you're coming to the SEMA show for sure. Well, and Chip
1: Chip is kind of a – no, he's not kind of. He's an icon in our industry. He's a a rare human being unto himself as the, the way he lives his life. He's a very honorable, decent man to begin with. God love him for that. But he is the most amazing, artistic, creative human being I believe I've ever met, period.
2: And I agree completely, and just the nicest human being on the planet. Uh, Just another thing about SEMA, though, there's a lot of people that always want to go to SEMA, but they can't. But what SEMA does is on Friday nights, they do a SEMA cruise and SEMA ignited, which is kind of cool because this is the one area of SEMA that the public can go to. It's the official after party. It launches uh, after the show ends immediately. There's going to be more than a 1,000 vehicles that are going to leave the convention center at the close of the show on November 5th. And then they're going to cruise down the boulevard and all the areas so everybody can kind of see what it's like. And it's like insane is the best way to put this show. So it's going to be an absolute blast. You're going to see a lot of cars. So if you're the public and you've always wanted to see the cars that are inside SEMA, this is where you want to go.
1: Uh, We'll be uh, talking about it throughout the show. It's in Las Vegas. Starts November 2nd. We'll be there live. You're listening to The Drive. We'll be right back. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You'll probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. <coughs> Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America. Thanks for hanging with us, talking cars. We're talking a little bit about the uh, big trade show coming up. SEMA, S-E-M-A, Specialty Equipment Market Association. We go there every year. But it wasn't last year because of the pandemic. I mean, I didn't say that. No, no, it's pandemic or whatever kind of lie they're telling. Oh, no, I didn't go there. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, getting political on the show. I can't help but tell you I love Trump. Oh, no, I did it again. Anyway, it's all right. BJ is probably. You, 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 got, you got the Corona? Did you get the Corona? I had Corona. It was delicious. Yes, I love Corona beer. <laughs>
2: little are we, are we talking about beer?
1: Concert. Oh, no. Anyway, I'm joking. You know, I like to play around. There are certain buzzwords people hear, and they just go. Blah, 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 blah. Their brain just kind of. Anyway, uh, can I do a commercial real quick for, for my one of my sponsors? please do. I'm supposed to do it, so I don't dare do it when I'm being silly. So here it is. If you're looking for your next dream car, check out autotempest.com. This is called a voiceover, by the way. They make searching for your next car easy. You no longer have to spend time going to individual car sites like cars.com, truecar, carvana, not to not to name anybody out or anything. They bring all those listings to one site. Plus, they even link for you to Facebook Marketplace and Nationwide Craigslist. So if you're looking for a car, you don't got to go searching all over the place. It's at one place, autotempest.com. Now, they also offer search alerts, which is important. So if you're searching for a certain type of car, the guy sitting next to me is driving a little Audi. And he's like, yeah, people don't even know what this is. It's a rocket ship. I was like, okay, well, if you know, you know. And so maybe, you know, you want to look for one of those kind of cars, whatever the, one of those are. So they offer these search alerts that you can sign up to to receive a free email when the new listing comes out that matches your search. And you get all the cars at one search. It's real simple. Check out autotempest.com. And then if you put slash the drive, they'll know I sent you. That's how I get to earn money, believe it or not. But it's silly, but uh, that's how it works. Autotempest.com. Thanks to Autotempest. It is an awesome site. And if you don't do that, it doesn't matter anyway, because all they want you to do is to visit their site so they can save you some time. Okay. So now we go on with the show BJ. So Carl's going to come on and I'm looking at what Carl's going to talk about next, which I know you wanted to talk about the same thing. Cause it's kind of a big deal. So yes. we, should, we should touch on it, but we'll take a different twist. So Hertz is buying a bunch of Tesla's. Can we let Carl talk about that and you and I just talk about Elon Musk? Because we we have the (laughs) I hate Elon Musk and I hate Tesla segment that we do every so often, but we actually don't hate him. We don't hate uh, any of it at all. It's just we just call it that for fun because he's a fun guy to make fun of. And, you know, and he's a billionaire, so he laughs with us at himself. (laughs) But
2: uh, I think you're being very nice. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) listen, I, I respect the guy, though. Think about it. Look what he has done. No matter how kooky it is, no matter how kooky it seems, he's just about to sell a gajillion cars to Hertz. And so, uh, well, <sighs> I'll let you go first. Go ahead. No, that's, a, that's that sigh. I I'm love. I'm just to gonna
2: hear. say everybody. Everybody thought Bernie Madoff was a good guy. Oh,
1: God. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs>
2: I know. Bring send the uh, hate mail. Just send me the hate, <laughs> the mail. But, hate uh, mail. You know, selling <laughs> electric vehicles to Hertz. Uh, you know who's getting rental cars? All right. It's people that are out of town, okay? I run my thing down to fumes before I find a gas station, before I turn my rental car in. You're going to have people running out of power, going to leave the car on the side of the road. They, Don't. When they're staying at the hotels, where are they going to plug it in? Boy. You know, I understand that Hertz really wants to move into the electric vehicle yeah. segment. I get it, you know. It's going to help a lot, but maybe – Ease in with plug-in hybrids or hybrids because, yeah. you know, BEVs, you know, you drive a rental car, you will drive it to another state right? sometimes. Right, well, I do a so lot. How is that going to work? Right. You, well, you, know, you do all the time, right? Well, but wait so. a minute.
1: I know that most of the Walmarts now have electric car plug-in. So everyone knows that I do the majority of my shopping at Walmart. So they, conveniently for Alan Taylor, they have put the plug-ins where I frequent. McDonald's, you know, Taco Bell walmart i live my life at these places
2: (laughs) but but correct me if i'm wrong doesn't the tesla charger have to be a tesla charging it cannot be a regular charge station okay well that's the other question i'll
1: tell you though it's up up here in my town where i live it's behind the black bear diner everyone knows black bear diner don't they but anyway you know what i'm saying it's kind of funny they are up and down the i-5 corridor from what like la to seattle something like that Um, Well, are
2: they only renting them in California?
1: Well, I don't know. I don't. Carl's going to talk about it. Maybe. We don't know. It's like. But the funny thing is, though, is that I actually think this is quite brilliant because there are many people. Oh, my gosh. The guy just told me, take a break. Anyway, there are many people that want to drive a Tesla that may never buy one, but here's their chance. They can now rent one from Hertz. Hold on a sec. We'll come back with BJ Colleen. Enough about that. The I hate. Elon Musk in Texas segment is now over, so you guys can all rest. <laughs> we'll take a little break. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit BuyBrembo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking.
0: This is... The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: And B.J. Killeen joining us. Uh, B.J. is an automotive journalist like, you know, the other people that are on this show, with the exception of Richard Rawlings, who responded saying, I'll be there. Stop talking about me. Anyway, so uh supposed to have Richard Rawlings from Fast and Loud Gas Monkey Garage. Uh, B.J. wants to talk about a new vehicle from Kia that is, uh, is it coming out or is it out? What is it? What do you got?
2: Oh, it's coming. It's okay. the uh, 2023 Sportage, and that's their little SUV. And, I, you know, I didn't realize this, but the Sportage is Kia's longest-running nameplate. Remember, the uh, the little sedan was, what, the Sophia? Yeah. And that's dead, but the Sportage was their first SUV, and they're bringing out the 2023 model. You can believe it? We're talking about 2023 Jeez, models already. scary. It's uh, mind-boggling. But, yeah. uh, you know, Kia is trying to move upscale a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit, but they've got some cool features. They have now the instrument cluster and the center screen are all one giant screen. It's a 12.3 uh. inch curb display and it's really cool. I, I like it a lot. I haven't seen the car in person. They Everybody's been introducing new vehicles online. The new Corvette got introduced. The new Kia Sportage. Mercedes just introduced their new sports car that kind of looks like a Miata on steroids. Uh. But the new Sportage has got some cool features. They also introduced an X-Line and a Sportage X-Pro trim line and they're also going to have some electrified versions coming soon because mm. you know Kia and Hyundai they're all pretty much high on on electrification so they really I uh, I, they,
1: I know that there are people that will hear you say they're high on electrification and go oh dude a new drug
2: you can get high on electrification <laughs> some people it is let's <laughs> right. put it that way now, let's true. be honest right, right? right but right. Uh, no they they did a nice job they smoothed the surfaces out it's a very clean design it looks great the interior is big they added like 25 inches more for the screen. They've got like 4 inches more rear seat leg room. Uh, the overall length is 7 inches longer. They really made the vehicles uh, seriously larger than the regular Sportage size, mm. so uh, that's impressive, but they got a dual-level cargo floor. Pretty much any feature you could ever imagine. What, what is that? He Wait is really what, good about loading their features What's up.
1: a dual-level cargo floor?
2: Well, you can. you have a little piece that sits on top, and if you need more room, you can pull it up and drop it down because there's little notches that you can rest it on. So you can mm-hmm. have a little bit of extra space. Yeah. Or you can use the space underneath as storage, the hideaway storage. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool, too. So, so now you've um, been,
1: but I have a question for you. You've been uh, going to New York a lot lately. And yes. you work in the industry. As Actually, what's funny is BJ is the, um, she trains, do I say this right when you say you train the trainers kind of a thing?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So let's think about it. This is like the person that trains the trainers, right? I mean, that's a big deal. So if you if you have a new car coming out and you have a lot of people that have to learn about a new car and all of its aspects and all those things, and you are you know given the job to be a trainer so that you train all the people, you know, in your dealership or whatever it is, or in multiple dealerships. There's always somebody that is going to train the trainer. That's BJ. So that's why, you know, when I have people on the show, they are so much smarter than me that I am the person that's the janitor cleaning the mop that is in the room (laughs) while the trainers are being trained by BJ. That's me. I'm like the, the janitor.
2: <laughs> no, no, you're you're like the lake, and all the little rivers that we are feed into your giant lake. Oh, look, at I love her. To, to just, feed oh, your giant lake, oh, and, and then we're going to give you all the information so you can be a nice big lake. Oh, which so is awesome. not,
1: this is why I love her. That's called, I, what do you call that? Some people call it brown nosing. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it.
2: No. no. <laughs> I'm playing with you. Brown <laughs> nosing. You're the distribution. I, water I know.
1: Listen, I don't know how to take a compliment of any kind, so I throw back an insult. <laughs> That's just me. You know, and if I insult you, it's because I love you. By the way, can we speak about this for a moment? Of course. Social what? media. <laughs> I was just <laughs> telling BJ, I, I have some real haters. They really hate me.
2: They do, but well, that's when you know you're successful. When you got people that don't like you, it means you're striking a chord. But I gotta you tell you,
1: you you rotten trolls! I hate you back. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> Did that come out? Can we cut that out, guys? Can we? No, they're like, no, you can't cut that. Listen, I don't love everybody. I don't. I I just love the people that you know that I can love you back. <laughs> but social media can be so mean. My first yeah. initial. You know, I don't use, like, the F-bomb very often. You're not supposed to use that on the radio or really even in life. So stop it, people. But my first initial reaction when people send me hate mail is to just let them have it. Like, not a double-barreled shotgun, but a double-barreled howitzer of words. But I don't. I look at it and I go, you know what? I'm not going to give you any headspace. Although I am because I'm talking about it on the radio. But uh, (laughs) this whole thing about the haters on social media... What do you do about it, BJ?
2: I just ignore it. Okay. I just say it doesn't dignify a response from me and move on with my life. It's not worth letting them live in my head written free. It's just not worth the energy. Yeah. So,
1: Well, that's why I'm going to play Bon Jovi. You give love a bad name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I give love a good name.
1: Yeah. No, not you. I'm talking to the haters out there because they listen oh. to the show because they get a lot of good information. and everything. Uh, okay, so 2023 Kia coming out when? Gosh, probably a long Sportage, time. Sportage,
2: coming out soon.
1: Oh, yeah, Kia Sportage, right?
2: Early next year, yeah.
1: Well, I want you to know that I'm one of the trolls that comments on some of your things, and I have a pen name. Larry the <laughs> Troll. Lawrence, you call me Lawrence. No, I do love you, and you help know me. Help me, help <laughs> me. All right, we'll take a little break. Coming up next, Carl Brower. he's going to talk about uh, this thing with Tesla and Hertz. Um, I don't love I don't love uh, Elon Musk but I don't hate him either I respect that he's an entrepreneur anyway I'm Lawrence the troll look for me on social media
0: stay tuned there's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor now's the time to earn your bragging
3: rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study for J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards.
0: Back to the drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television, and radio host, Alan Taylor.
1: Well, next up is my buddy, my pal, Carl Brower. He is an automotive industry analyst. On a very anal analyst, since anal's part of the word analyst, it, it works perfect with you, Carl. Anyway. You gotta be,
4: dude. You gotta be or you're not doing your job. You're not an
1: analyst if you're not an anal analyst. Okay, I just got that one up. Um, executive analyst at iccars.com. And he's got a nasty reputation as a cruel dude. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. It just, it happened. Sorry. Um today carl wants to talk about a lot of stuff and we're not going to probably let him get to everything so don't worry about it i know i know i know they're all they're sending me these things carl talks too much but it's a radio show so we're supposed to i'm playing he wants to talk about tesla and hertz first then the new corvette z06 which if you don't know what that is hang on tight because he's got a nasty reputation for a cruel dude life in the fast lane i was playing off of that and then um there's i'm sure there's other things i think you wanted to talk about which states buy the most trucks and there was a recent iccars.com study that show where real truck people live so we'll get through all that we got plenty of time what is this about tesla and hertz or is hertz going to start renting tesla cars now
4: they are. And they just ordered 100,000 oh! Tesla Model 3s oh my from Tesla. So you think about how many moving parts there are here, right? First, you've got Hertz, which people were wondering if they were going to stay in business with the whole pandemic when everyone stopped traveling. Right. Then they dumped all their traditional cars because no one was traveling and they didn't want to keep them since they couldn't rent them. Then they started to need them again when people came out of uh, a <laughs> pandemic and started traveling again. And they couldn't buy cars very easily because there was no cars because there's a shortage as we, we've talked about and the prices went through the roof. So they kind of did everything wrong, you know, they got rid of cars when they weren't worth much and then they had to buy cars when they were overpriced. And in the midst of all this, someone that you and I, I think, know fairly well named Mark Fields, former CEO of Ford Motor Company. He uh, became the head of Hertz relatively recently. And no all way. all this stuff going on with Hertz. <laughs> oh, that and is so
1: funny. Oh, my gosh, Mark. He, yeah.
4: yeah. So I think, you know, you've got Hertz with a new leader who's got a lot of experience in the industry. He knows how to make noise and how to get attention and how to raise the stock value of a company and make a company look vibrant again. He knows that electric cars are all the rage right now. And he knows that anything related to Tesla gets you lots of headlines. So guess what? Hey Tesla, we're Hertz. We want a hundred thousand Model Threes. Oh Bam! Tesla stock goes through the roof. Headlines everywhere, and uh, you know, Fields scores a uh, a uh, big big points and big play for Ford,
1: or okay. not for Ford, for uh, yeah, well, for Hertz. Where he used to be.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he used to be Ford. Now he's scoring points for Hertz.
1: Wow, this is big news. Okay, first of all, it's big news for a lot of reasons. Okay. Because everyone wants to drive a Tesla. Why? Because it's like, I don't know. It's like the, it's like the forbidden fruit almost for many people, you know? They want to drive it even though maybe they can't afford it right now because we don't know what's in our future, so it's like, well, maybe someday I'll be able to get a Tesla that has this kind of uh, savoir-faire about it, you know what I'm saying? And everybody then, of course, the car guys are like, I'd never buy one of those damn things. I want to have me an internal combustion engine until they get into behind the wheel of one of these things, you know, that sub three seconds, zero to 60, bam, right out of the gate, you're like faster than the fastest maniac car out on the road and it's a sedan you know what i'm saying it's like so there's just so many reasons everybody wants to experience this crazy thing called tesla and the guy is an entrepreneur on steroids actually on marijuana but uh, that's a whole nother story we didn't see that we didn't see that on the joe rogan experience you know no but there's just a lot of interesting you know stuff and a car it's like you're not sending it's not like you know the car guys are sending to to want to drive a tesla actually i drove a tesla in 2013 (laughs) i was thinking to myself it's been since 2013 that i've driven a tesla and that's kind of when they were you know pretty new on the market and i I remember thinking at that time this is kind of neat you know and here we are, yeah. seven years later. I don't care enough to go drive one. What was the last time you drove one? I'm just curious, Carl.
4: <sighs> Man, uh, probably in the last, like, about, eight, about two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, we had one when I was at Kelly, and I had it for a couple days. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, Alan, I've been, you know, kind of nonplussed, you know, personally. I, I, obviously, I'm watching everything going on and the impact I have on the industry, but personally, right. my interest in owning one. Eh. And then I drove one for like two days, three days, I sat behind the wheel of the Model 3. And I remember, you know, my brain was like, huh, what are the leases on these again? And yeah, started, right. started to kind of, you, yeah. know, you know, it was kind of getting in, getting into me, you know, a little bit. And I, I was like, huh.
1: All right, hold tight. We're going to take a break. So this will be a great way to experience a Tesla through Hertz now. We'll take a, a little short break, talk more with Carl Brower. Hey, brother, do you still believe in
0: one another? Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor on the road ahead.
1: When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Yeah! <laughs> well, uh, I think he said giddy up. I don't know. Giddy up, uh, get it up! I, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. When you get behind the wheel of a fast car, this is the kind of music that's playing in the background. Oh, well, anyway, it's loud usually, or the car's loud. One of the two. Carl Brower joining us from ICars.com. He also works for uh, others like you know Forbes Autos. He's a contributor there, and he's also on the board of the North American Car and Truck of the Year, Nat, Nat Toy. I don't know what that is. North American car and truck of the year. They should really lose that whole knack toy thing. Nobody, it's so inside school, nobody knows what knack toy is. It sounds like you got some, you know, like uh, genital warts or something. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I know those went away for you a long time ago, but what was it you used The salve? <laughs> what kind of salve was that? I'm joking. I'm joking. It's so rude.
4: No, I know, but it's uh, you know acronyms. We live in a world that, you know, I remember when it became KFC, and I was like, guys, really? Come on. Yeah, you know, I know.
1: Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, because it wasn't PC to have fried food. By right, the way, right. uh, a story yeah. I've told before, when I was growing up and there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken The rats that lived and worked in the town I was in and worked at that Kentucky Fried Chicken told the story of a person that fried a rat in the same oil they were frying the Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was like, OMG. This is the kind of stuff that goes on behind the scenes in some of these fast food joints. Because remember, a lot of these people that are working there are teenage because it's like your first job is at a fast food joint you know what i mean just remember that next time you go to a uh, one of those fast food joints that was 1977 so don't worry about it the oil's been changed at least twice since then (laughs) anyway (laughs) okay he's gonna send me a letter now sorry about that hey so we're talking about tesla and hertz Soon, because of the brilliance of uh, Mark Fields, it used to be the CEO, head of, uh, was he the CEO of Ford Motor Company? That, that was his job, right? Yeah, yeah, he was the top dog, CEO he, of Ford. He's now um, barking as the top dog of Hertz, and he made a deal with Tesla. And, uh, of course, see, Carl and I look at this as, you know, car's a car's a car until it can do sub three seconds, zero to 60. And, uh, and Tesla can do that. And, but another car that can do that is the new Corvette Z06. What you got?
4: Brand new Corvette Z06. Now, remember, it's already mid-engine, so it's got all the advantages of centralizing that mass behind the driver. And now they're going to make the more powerful Z06 version, new LT6 engine. It's going to be a flat plane crank engine. And uh, a lot of people... Don't know what that means. You have no uh, idea. Uh, yeah, I, I them, honestly, uh, even no, no, though uh,
1: Carl, even though I know, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's like, what does that mean, really? I mean, you'd have to be an engineer or somebody like yourself that really appreciates that. Until you rev that thing to what, eight thousand RPMs? I'm guessing what? How much?
5: Yeah, it's
4: got an 8,600 RPM oh red line or uh, fuel cutoff. So when you have, you know, a 4.4 liter displacement, eight cylinders moving at 8,600 RPM. That's pretty amazing. You yeah, know, I remember yeah. when the um, Honda S2000 came out in 2000, the year 2000, and it had a little four-cylinder engine that would hit 9, 9,200, 9,400, I mean, it was over 9,000 RPM redline. And people were like, whoa, that's crazy for yeah. a car to hit 9,000 plus. That's like a motorcycle yeah. RPM. Right. Well, now this is twice as many cylinders and, and more than twice the displacement, and it's hitting
1: 8,600. Okay, RPM. speaking of uh, 8,600, I bet that's the same thing as the starting price, but let me let me ask you because I drove recently a 2021 Corvette Stingray Coupe 2LT. Okay, I don't know what that is. That's the package.
4: I'm that's looking, the highest option one. That's uh, got the most features and stuff. See, yep. this is
1: why when see when I can say these things and he knows them off the top of his head. He's an industry analyst, very anal analyst. <laughs> um, this has a 6.2 liter D I H P engine. I don't know, direct injected.
4: Direct injection. Engine. Yeah.
1: Eight speed dual clutch yeah. transmission, yada yada, yada. This one at a window sticker of seventy-eight thousand dollars. So my question is if the you know the next thing up from there is this, you know, new Z06, is it over a hundred thousand?
4: No, it's under a oh. hundred thousand dollars. And I saw it when it first, because this was two days ago, and now I'm trying to remember and all it was like I want to say like 79. I think it's still under wow. I know it's under 90. I think it's like 75,000 give or take for
1: t- a, starting, t- a price. starting price. This one by the way, the Stingray Coupe 2LT was starting price at 66 and it went to 78, which is interesting. So they're trying to keep this car under 100 grand even the, at the highest level with Z06. My guess is of course they will continue and do some other iterations it'll blip it over the $100,000 mark, but listen Corvette. This new Corvette, this mid-engine Corvette. They have gone so far and above the Call of Duty. For this car goes against cars that are not twice as much, not 3 times as much, but 10 times as much. Is am I even am I saying this right because this thing is amazing for the price, right?
4: It is. And I just found, the reason I don't know the price, I was wondering, it's like, why do I I can't remember the price, because Chevy didn't officially tell you the price yet. People are estimating okay. 90000 so okay. under $100,000. People are estimating $90,000. Right. So you're, you're correct, under $100,000. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the kind of performance this is going to deliver, it's going to be kind of like, well, really, the Chevy Corvette's history has basically been, as they call it, kind of a giant slayer, exotic slayer, you know, you spend one third, one fourth, what you would spend for an equivalent European exotic. And you do the same basic times around a track and same acceleration time, 670 horsepower. You know, this thing is going to get it, get it done. And that high revving V8 engine, 2.6 seconds, 0 to 60 is the estimation. And all that mass centralization, that's pretty sophisticated chassis and suspension. You roll it all together and you're going to spend 90 grand and you're going to be chasing down or beating things like, you know, McLarens and Lamborghinis and Ferraris that cost like, you know, $300,000, $250,000, $300,000, $350,000 $300,000, $250,000, 300, $350,000 cars. So it'll be doing what it's done for decades, the Corvette. It likes to do that.
1: Okay, so what do you think about these million-dollar cars? You know John Hennessey, of course, you know, what is it, 1,700 horsepower or something with his new uh, F5 Venom. You've got plenty of cars out there. Um, Bugatti, you know, now we're into the $2 million. I think John's new F5 is $2 bucks, right? So we're talking two. it's like one and a half to two, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, we're talking two million, two and a half million. You you know, we're talking about insane prices, and yet you have a car right here that, you know, does it keep up with these cars? Is a person capable of actually driving these cars that they're spending a million, two million, two and a half million dollars for? No. You can't drive them anywhere on the world other than a racetrack to be able to really experience all the power you have. It's like owning something yeah. from a Star Wars movie at that point. So would this $100,000 or $90,000 Z06 drive you to delight? Drive you? See how I worked that in there? <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, it's it would, it. right? I know, I like really worked. Work. You know how long I had to sit in a room by myself quietly for months to come up with that one. <laughs> <It's> months <laughs> Alright when we come back we're going to talk more He's got a lot to talk about You can find him numerous places Again he is on the uh, He's on the board He's a board member and a juror for the North American Car and Truck of the Year What he says It really matters Not like me I'm just a talking head I'm like Max Headroom We'll be right back But you stay so cool. Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car, not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try Autotempest.com. See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, it is time for us to talk about uh, other things from Z06 Corvettes to trucks carl brower's joining us he's got a uh, recent iccars.com study where do real truck people live but carl before we get there i want to know about uh nobody's driven this z06 corvette right i mean this is just they just showed it to us so it's here correct that's all we know
4: it's all theoretical. So nobody knows for sure, except the uh, guys inside the proving rounds over at General Motors.
1: Okay, so as they let us, Carl, drive it, because they're not going to let me, they, <laughs> they know I'll get it airborne. Although I saw a big wing on the back. I'll try to get it airborne. <coughs> Carl and I got, well, I, okay, I did it. He witnessed it and filmed it. Won't show the world. I got a, about a quarter million dollar Aston Martin airborne. Haven't driven one since. But listen, I like to do this stuff. What year was that you think, Carl? That was like ten years ago? Oh my gosh.
4: No, I was still at I was still at Edmonds. That was like two thousand and nine or something. Oh my gosh. That was like twelve years ago.
1: <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, I get car airborne, you know, anytime I can, especially if it's not mine, but I've got it, I've done it my own too. Carl, which states Carl works for iccars.com. He's an analyst expert, and you guys did a study. Tell us about it where real truck people live. I live in Oregon and then trust me, they're here.
4: Yeah, so about 15.1% of vehicles on the road are pickup trucks. Yep. I mean, we know they're hugely profitable, right? That's one of the, it is the cash cow for General Motors and even more so for Ford with the F 150. So trucks pay the bills for uh, the domestic automakers. And you get a lot of foreign automakers like Toyota with the new Tundra and the Tacoma, which has been one of the segment leaders for decades, trying to make money off trucks as well. But then you wonder it's like, well, who's buying these things and where are they? And you kind of see them everywhere. So it's you, you think, well, there's truck people all around me too, but there's definitely a swing in terms of percentage out there. And we are able to tell that through registration information and other stuff. So the number one state for trucks, Texas, not surprise oh, anyone. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm, guessing <laughs> I'm guessing. Sorry. I like to blow people's you crescendo. A What's the number
4: one state for trucks? Texas. Number one. Yeah. Texas. Texas. Okay. Good guess. I would think so too. What? Believe it or not, it's, it's Wyoming. What? In terms of percentage. This is not. What? Is percentage not like of humans of or cows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, percentage of cars. Of all the cars registered at these states, which ones have the highest percentage that are trucks? There's a lot of trucks in Texas, but there's a lot of other cars, too. So they've diluted the truck number ah, down a gotcha. little
1: bit. But now, hold on. To be fair, if you just took the amount of trucks, period, Texas over Wyoming, I'm sure Texas wins because you just made me like drool thinking I am really that dumb because I thought I would bet my life on it, but I wouldn't because I never bet my life on anything. But I mean, wow. And that's only because most of Wyoming is, you know, coyotes and and, um, tumbleweed. Yeah, it's
4: farmland. Right. right. So uh, you're not going to drive like an economy car. Out oh, you, there. Know what? you know, it gets cold. You know, mold, we, we, so we should make, make that.
1: That should have been a trivia question. We could have given away some piece of the birthday cake for the gal that's having a birthday in my office. All right. It would be partially eaten and it would be old by the time it got there. <laughs> but that would have been a great trivia question. But uh, all right. So what yeah. are the other states then?
4: Yeah. So it goes like this. First five are Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, South Dakota, Alaska. So you think of all those states and whether it's population density, um, geography, some might say politics, whatever. But, you know, those are where all the trucks are selling in the highest percentages. And then right after Alaska is North Dakota. So, you know, your first five or six are pretty, uh, pretty now seven is Vermont, which is interesting. You finally get some Northeast action going and then you get Oklahoma, Arkansas, and number 10 is West Virginia. So those are your top 10.
1: That is so uh, funny. But that, you,
4: know, you know where Texas? Texas is number 20. Well, that's because of away.
1: the like Houston and Dallas. And, right. You know, they are right. just like, you know, population insanity, but if you took those out of there, they would probably still be number 1 even, you know, by taking those out of there, but it's just yeah, it's population density. And then they, they So they,
4: so what do you think's number 50? What do you think's at the, the uh, bottom of the truck list?
1: LA. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say uh, LA isn't uh, a, a state, but I don't know, California?
4: Good guess. California is 47 out of 50. (laughs) 48 out of 50 is Maryland. 49 out of 50 is Connecticut. And 50 out of 50 is New Jersey. (laughs) That's
1: funny, man. That's (laughs) funny. Well, you can find this if you're interested and see where your state is, because we're on about 100 radio stations around the country. Go to iccars.com i and just like c's candy s-e-e-i-c-cars.com see and um there's a lot of studies there carl's there he's got a uh, study on uh, his upcoming gt 4 gt owners rally no there's not but we'll talk about that next time carl we'll talk about that when i'm done i'm doing that next week <laughs> <laughs> carl thank you brother i love you man take care of yourself be careful Thank you. We'll talk. Absolutely,
4: uh, Alan. It's yep. always great hanging out with you. See, we, take
1: care. We, uh, you know, we do this money for nothing. We do this for nothing because we love cars. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one. Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Buescher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use Auto Tempest instead. Find all the cars. Autotempest.com. All the cars. One search.
0: This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Auto news, exclusive interviews, real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television, and radio host, Alan Taylor.
1: Well, here we are, hour two of the show. Um, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Richard Rawlings from Fast and Loud on Discovery Channel, and of course, he's got Gas Monkey Garage and you know all the things that he's got going on, Gas Monkey Bar and Grill, and he's got something big going on at SEMA, so he's like, Alan... You got to have me on your show. And I'm like, all right, what do you got going on? I'm going to be on the cover of Dub Magazine. All this stuff he's doing, doing something with Polaris. All good. I'm going to be at SEMA like I always am, except last year when they didn't have a SEMA. But uh, this year, I'm going to be at the Hypertech booth. And to talk more about Hypertech, and you're like, what is Hypertech? Let me ask John Lambert, who is the general manager of Hypertech. How you doing, John? Hey, Alan, how are you? I'm Hi. doing great, man. Yeah, no, it's, listen, you know, weekend, talking cars, what's better for car guys and guys? Right. So tell the world what Hypertech is, because this morning I, my, my friend says, well, where are you going to be this year? What do you got going on at SEMA? I said, we're going to be in the Hypertech booth. He goes, what's Hypertech? And I go, well, listen to the show on Saturday and you'll hear all about it. So here we go. Tell the world yep. about Hypertech.
6: Yeah. So Hypertech is one of the first companies to ever like crack into the factory ECUs on vehicles. We've been around since the mid 80s, 35 years and going strong. Basically what we do is we crack into the computers and we can dial in the tune for better performance, better drivability. That started back in the 80s with chips. You know, you replace a chip kind of like you do a fuse. And now that's grown all the way up into where we, uh, we plug into the diagnostic port and we communicate over the CAN bus and and talk the talk on there and uh, redo the computers for more power and dial in the drivability how you want it rather than how the factory designed it for you. Right. Uh, so it's really exciting stuff. We make a lot of noise out testing and uh, then we you know bring the cars out and the trucks out to California get them certified so that their emissions legal. So. It's been a wild ride. I've been here for 20 years, um, and it is it is a great time. It's a really fun company to work for. We got new owners just a couple years ago. Um Lori Ramsey bought the company. Yep. They actually also own our sister company, which builds our electronic circuit boards just about an hour and a half away from us in Mississippi. So we're actually uh, stationed in, in Memphis as our headquarters.
1: Gotcha. So... I protect now 35 years old, which is funny. If you look at cars that are 35 years old, (laughs) it was a whole different world back then, right? Man. Sure was. And uh, you guys. Yeah, uh, you can imagine
6: the the computers and these things have uh, have made a huge leap uh, since the mid-80s. I mean, you could look at that data, you know, kind of like an abacus back then. (laughs)
1: Right, right, right. Well, I was just thinking that cars back 35 years ago were really pretty darn simple. And, of course, you guys, since you were kind of pioneers in this area, you know, I I normally, if Shell was going to be coming to SEMA, I would be on the Shell stage. And they called it the pioneering performance stage. And that was kind of my stage to talk to folks that pioneer performance. The Vic Adelbrocks of the world, God rest his soul. But those kind of people that were, you know, I mean, his dad before him. They're pioneers of our performance industry, you might say. And so same with hypertech, pioneers. You've been there since computers were pretty simple. Today, the computers of the cars are more complex than the than the computers that were in the spaceship that went to the moon in the late 60s, right? Right. Yeah. It's
6: always a challenge, you know, and, yeah. and the computers evolve every year, so it's a new challenge up. Uh, of, you know, jumping in and, and figuring out the code that's in there to do what we do.
1: Totally. Totally. Well, so let's talk a little bit about uh, SEMA on the other side of the break, take a little commercial break. Uh, Hypertech, by the way, also participates in the SEMA councils, uh, like MPMC, T-O-R-A, sBN and all more. All you guys that are involved in SEMA know what these are. They also participate in the sema cares and the sema scholarships so this company is really involved with our trade show and our trade and performance because the performance industry that's what we're talking about we'll take a break and be right back with more of john lambert from hypertech stay with us
3: now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful dodge vehicle with enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder JD Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the Brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge Muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study for JD Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards.
1: You're listening to the drive all across America, and our show is brought to you in part by Dodge Domestic, not Domesticated. Now, what does that mean? Look at the Dodge brand. That brand is all about performance, it's about style, dependability. It's just a great brand. I mean, there was a time in my life where I wouldn't have bought a Dodge if you you bet me. I'm telling you, I was in no way. But I have owned a number of Dodges, and after you know talking about him on the radio so much, I ended up meeting the president of Dodge, and I go, "You need to sponsor my show." He goes, "Why?" I said, "Cause I love your products." And he laughed, and he goes, "What are you driving?" I said, "Okay, you ready for this? I'm driving a Dodge Viper ACR One of One." He goes, "Oh, you do love that. you do love our brand. That car, oh my gosh, life changing machine." And then I end up driving a Dodge Demon. 800 horsepower, you know, 840 horsepower if you changed out some of the electronics like what Hypertech does. John Lambert's joining us. John, so let me just back up a little bit because I'm talking about the Demon and all the, the fancy fast cars I've driven. Today, believe it or not, my car that I have is like an 87 Chevy Suburban. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm driving, an 87 Chevy Suburban right now. But I, I go through cars kind of like I go through underwear, at least once a month, whether I need it or not. But I have a friend who, who drives a uh, a 2007 Ford Mustang. Now, Steve Saleen is a friend of mine. You know Steve Saleen, Saleen Mustangs and Saleen sure. S, you know, his his fancy cars that he makes anyway. Once upon a time, he bought a whole bunch of Ford GTs and he had like 10 of them left and the new model year came out and, you know, he was like, hey, you know, I got a couple of these I want to sell because we're going to move on to the, the next body style. And I'm like, or whatever, whatever it was, year model. And I go, is it a good deal? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'll sell them to you for what I paid for. Now he buys them directly from Ford. And I said, how much? He told me, and I went, dang. So I called a few of my friends and, you know, we ended up selling a few of them. One of the guys is an engineer that works for me and uh, he still has it to this day that was back in 2007 he loves that car now it's not a Celine mustang it's just a ford mustang gt that's what the shelby's and the mustangs start out with right so i said to him i'm going to be at the hypertech booth and he's what's hypertech well we know more what kind of products can mike my engineer buy for his 2007 mustang gt which is fun already so tell me, what should he get? What And if I was going to give him a Christmas present, what should it be? Because I think these things are going to take the fun factor up a mile. What do you
2: think?
6: Yeah, our power programmer for the Mustang GT is phenomenal. We got in there and we tweaked the tune. We pick up about 15 to 20 more horsepower out of that tune. It picks up power wide open is how we measure it. We got a dyno, we put the thing on there and tested it and tuned it up when we were done, not only do we pick up 20 horsepower, we got about 25 foot-pounds of torque, which really pumps up the the power down low for takeoff. The cool thing is, is that tune, not only does it increase the power wide open, which is fun, but you know, we all drive most of the time at part throttle. You know, we go wide open when we we can, but our tune blends into the part throttle area to give you better drivability, so you feel that extra power all the time. Mm. So, so it's like it just wakes up the engine and right. makes your and you know makes your your car feel lighter, right. uh, like more responsive, nimble. Yeah, uh, you can even see gas mileage increase too.
1: Ooh! Now wait a minute. See now that's something you don't normally hear. You just said something I couldn't even hardly say it. I'm like struggling. I get more horsepower and better fuel economy. <laughs> Because I'm also, I'm not having to really demand something from my car because it's right there at the tip of my toe. Am I saying that right? Right. Yeah.
6: Yeah, exactly. What we're dialing in is not the horsepower. And the horsepower is a byproduct of what we do. We're dialing in the efficiency of that engine. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, the byproduct of better efficiency is more power. You get more power everywhere. So... If you need, you know, to cruise down the road at 30, 40 miles an hour, you don't have to step in the gas as much even to get going or even just to drive like normal. Right. So the engine's more efficient at part throttle and wide open throttle. So it's fun all the time and you get the benefits all the time.
1: Right. So part throttle, in other words, you're only putting the throttle down part of the way instead of, you know, pedal to the metal. I've explained to people kind of what tip-in is over the years. It's like when you, if you curl your toes inside your shoes, you'll give it just a little bit of gas, right? I mean, because sometimes all you want to do is just give it a little bit of gas. And that tip-in thing that's happening when you just start to give it a little bit of gas and your car actually goes, I'm here and I'm ready versus, huh, what, me? You know what I mean? That's what I like when a car is responsive. And it's a hard thing to really explain exactly how that goes. But I always say, curl your toes. See if you notice a difference. They're like, huh? What do you mean? I go, just curl your toes. Your car is ready. The engine is ready. The power is in the tips of your toes. That's what we're talking about with Hypertech is waking up that power that exists in your car. That it's just kind of making you beg for right now. We'll take a break, come back with more of John Lambert and Hypertech.
2: Well you've heard about love sight to the blind. My baby
1: when you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X-Mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine 11.6-inch touchscreen of Available on select models
0: welcome back to the drive now here's automotive expert television and radio host Alan Taylor
1: you guys know that I'm a total gearhead oh. I know. I, I can't help myself. You know, we talk about electric cars. I'm not an electric car guy. Not that I couldn't own one. I think hybrids are pretty cool. But I am always an, a, a gearhead. I My friend Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, rock and roll gearhead. I get it. We resonate. It's like a tuning fork to gearheads. And when we talk about hypertech, like, that's a tuning fork of, yes, I can get more performance better economy out of my car because i'm not having to push on the gas so hard all the time to get the performance that's lying ready for me if the electronics match you know the performance you're asking for so john lambert is here he's a general manager of hypertech and um, you guys can follow them online at facebook it's hypertech tuning instagram hypertech performance official and hypertech.com you can find them on the web John can I ask you about other products that you make and some of maybe the top cars people are you know are really wanting to get more performance out of that are you know calling you guys up and buying like what's what's the big cars that people are doing this to right now? I'm just curious
6: Yeah, we have uh, really a, a stack full of uh, products over here. Not only do we do our power programmer, which we talked about earlier, we also have something we call the React throttle optimizer that's basically, you plug it in to your your accelerator pedal, and with the newer cars, they don't have a throttle cable anymore. So your foot's not actually driving that throttle anymore. It goes through the computer.
0: Mm, yep. With
6: our React, we can dial that in to give you adjustability on the throttle response. So your car can I act a it. little peppier. You can dial it up to be really responsive, or you can turn it down. You know, to to try to get better fuel economy. That's a really cool product. We have an off-road version, a towing version and uh, an all-around performance version on that, too, where those have different curves that we built kind of catered to that kind of driving style in that vehicle.
0: Right, right.
6: Um, so that's a really fun product. Another one that we have coming out here at SEMA next week, we're going to come out with our what we're calling the PowerStay plug-in. And what that does is it plugs into your diagnostic port and stays there. And what it does is it gets rid of the, uh, the four-cylinder mode, where the V8 trucks and cars, they'll shut down cylinders while you're driving along, and, and the other thing that it does is it disables that auto start-stop that you get when, you know, when <laughs> your vehicle comes to a stop. Yes, it just automatically shuts the engine. Oh,
1: God bless you for that. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. Oh gosh because you have to do it every time it's like come on some guys want to use gasoline we love it (laughs) you know i mean listen i
6: get part about we got a lot of requests for that product and just like you said it's just a passion yeah that just annoyance there has to go
1: yep and it's funny because i get why they did it because people want to get better fuel economy and you know what God bless you for doing that, folks, if you want to do that. But there are a group of us that just love every minute behind the wheel. We're not using our car or our truck or our SUV as an um, appliance to get us to and from work. We're on the way to work as an adventure every bit of the way. My wife's like, you drive like this all the time. Now, I've been married 40 years. And I'm like, yep. And she's been saying that to me. When is it going to end? I go, never, I hope, when they throw me in the ground and bury me. I love that adventure everywhere I go. The car is a personal conveyance of who I am, and I just love I love the sound. I don't need music. I play music on this show. I listen to less music in my car on the stereo. The music to me is the sound of the engine, the sound of the exhaust. David Borla is a big friend of mine. You know Borla exhaust. First thing I did on my Jeep when I got it, I bought a Borla exhaust. You know what? A buddy of mine, one of my Jeep so bad, he goes, why don't you just sell me this Jeep? And I'm like, you just opened your mouth. You're an owner. So I sold it from what I paid for it. I owned it six months. I've already sold it. Like I said, I changed my cars like I change my underwear. Because I love cars. I love experiencing them. And some people live that way. We just love cars. You know, I feel like it's a, a gift to be able to have so much fun traveling around. And if you want to increase that joy that you get out of your car, you guys should all go check out Hypertech. H-Y-P-E-R-T-E-C-H, hypertech.com. By the way, this React throttle optimizer, that's brilliant because we were. I was talking about kind of the tip-in of the throttle. This is such an important thing. Every one of these little... Things that you do to your car are going to make your car so much more enjoyable for you to drive. And this Power Stay plug in he's talking about, it'll kind of be like Jay Leno used to call when he went with his dad to buy a car, he would order it Muffler Delete. So when he he bought a car with his dad in like the early '60s, he checked the box muffler delete. His dad starts up the car, blah, 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 blah. he's like, "What's going on?" He says, "Well, you checked the box." And his, you know Jay Leno's like, "No, I checked the box actually." But it, it, you know today sometimes we want to delete these things, you know. And so companies at SEMA like Hypertech make it to where we can craft that car, that vehicle the way we want it. And he talked about um, the throttle optimizer. Back to that again. If you're an off-roader and you're going hunting with your vehicle, and every time you hit a bump and your foot is like hitting that throttle it's like you're like so you're trying to go along nice and tread lightly and your throttle is reacting crazy so they have algorithms that they can tune into this thing for off-roading for towing which is brilliant and that's the brilliance of hypertech and sema the sema organization you guys all got to go you got to go to hypertech.com if you want to know more about this company this is a game changer and john um, I'm out of time because Richard Rollins just texted me. Said, "Hey, what are you? Why aren't you calling me?" <laughs> we got a commercial break coming. We're going to come back with Richard Rollins, John Lambert, General Manager, Hypertech. Thank you, sir. We'll see you out at SEMA next week. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right, brother. I tell you what, I love this stuff. We'll come back with Richard Rollins from Fast and Loud on Discovery and with Gas Monkey Garage. We'll be right back. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? you probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. I feel good I I would I feel good Well it is time as promised Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage on the line we're about to uh, both embark for uh, Sema and uh, richard says uh i'm got i got a beer in my hand and cash in my pocket i'm ready to go that's what he just said to me before <laughs> how you doing richard
5: man i am great out. how are you
1: i'm doing well it's been a good show and you're listen you're the last guy i'm having you on for the last half hour of the show before well both of us pretty much get ready to head to sema i told the world already that you are going to be on the cover of dub magazine which i helped to get you on the cover of entrepreneur you are truly one of the uh, automotive industry's most prolific entrepreneurs you know, Gas Monkey restaurants? Come on. Gas Monkey Garage, Fast and Loud on Discovery, and you now you've got all these other things on the YouTube channels and all the other stuff and social media. Dude, you're an animal.
5: It is insane, Alan. What you're going to see in the next five years is going to make what I've done in the last 19, since I started Gas Monkey, look like child's play. <laughs> we uh, we are away from our constraints of... Uh, cable company, and we are unleashed and out of the cage, so to speak, and I am coming on super strong. We're fixing to have some fun, and I I am very pleased that the world's going to get to enjoy it with me, and I do mean the world. We are kicking on all cylinders.
1: Awesome. You know, it's funny. um, You look at a guy like Joe Rogan, okay? I was talking about Joe Rogan the other day, and it's amazing what this guy has done amazing he has more audience than cnn and when cnn says something about him he laughs and goes okay well guess what your little tiny audience that ain't nothing let me show you an audience and that i feel like is what you're gonna do for the car industry for the the kind of the I don't know, the collector car hobby, the hot rodder hobby, the whatever part of the hobby that you guys associate with that are listening out there, Richard is going to amplify your part of that hobby. I mean, Richard's into every kind of car. Come on. We've seen you with low riders. We've seen you with jacked up trucks. We've seen you with hot rods, with, you know, I mean, you name it. And so I'm I'm just glad to hear that because he's right. They put us in chains. And listen, personally, you know me. I don't have any chains because I own my own show now. But I've worked with those kinds of publishers or those kinds of big corporate America that put you in chains and don't give you the ability to use your own voice. And this guy is going to use his own voice. So what are you doing at SEMA? Let's start there.
5: Well, you know, just to to reiterate what you said there, I can draw more viewers and more eyeballs on a 20-minute YouTube video then Discovery is able to drag on a Monday night primetime, okay? After spending all that money for that episode and taking in all that advertising dollars. And so one of my missions at uh, SEMA is to get back to the ground roots of all the people that you and I and, and other car people do business with and say, look, you know, Don't go after traditional advertising. That's not where you need to be applying your money. You need to be applying it to the people that can actually bring you a real audience. I don't know what Nielsen ratings is. I don't understand it. I think it's bullshit. It's the same crap that's been around since, like, the 60s. And it is literally junk. I mean, it's like, oh, we're going to get you a million eyeballs and two or three hundred thousand of them will be right in your demographic. Well, that's not the way of the world now with the internet and with IP addresses and everything. Right. When I say, Hey, I've got six hundred thousand eyeballs that watch this show or this little YouTube video, that's six hundred thousand in their wheelhouse, in that advertiser's wheelhouse. That is people that signed up to watch content that is directly related to their wheelhouse. So that's the message that uh, it needs to be out there, you know? Yeah, no, no. Uh, but But uh, <laughs> that's part of it. The world isn't changing, and those big guys that uh, are way up there on the top, they got a day of reckoning coming.
1: <laughs> well, you know what's funny is if you look at the what is the original social media, I want you to think about this. And you've been doing my show since pretty much the day we met, and it's been, I don't know, what's it been, 14 or so years now. And radio is the original social media because people were able to speak their mind. The original social media is radio. Now, the good thing about radio is it like you just, you know, you just pretty much said it the way it is. It was swear words and all. I have to beep them out, you know. But the reality is you get to hear the real deal. It's not being tainted. Unless, of course, it's some big network that you, you know, unfortunately can't really speak your mind. But that's what's great about talk radio today is that you get to hear the real thing, just like Joe Rogan. I mean, I'm wondering when Richard Rollins is going to have his own uh, podcast, which is kind of the modern-day radio show. When is that going to start? we
5: dabbled in it a little bit, Alan. Yeah. But, you know, me sitting there talking to people and interviewing, it's not really what they want to see. Where we've really found our niche is showing what Richard and and Gas Monkey does every day. and right digging those cars out, building those cars, selling those cars, buying those cars, memorabilia motorcycles, et cetera, and so forth. You know, I've done a couple of three podcasts, and, um, I maybe just don't have that magic sauce. But, you, know, that but magic you know what? Thing Listen, that, it's not you know, for they everybody. what we're right. doing, and and, right. and it's maybe because where Gas Monkey has come from, right. we've always been doers and not just talkers. Uh, right. you know, I've been on Joe's show a couple of times. It's yeah. It's a blast both times. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think the first time I left him pretty hammered, but uh, he tried to keep up with me and the beer, and uh, that, that wouldn't work out too well. Oh, that is so funny.
1: So, what's funny about this whole thing is that, so I, I have a part ownership in a company called Transmedia Partnership. And what it is, Transmedia is all forms of media working together, each telling its own individual part of the story. So radio, video, television, you know, live events. I remember, was it Motley Crue that came to Dennis's birthday party? Uh, well, it was
5: technically a party for Dodge that we threw at my Gas Monkey live event. And right. yeah, uh, Motley Crue played the bar, but it also happened to be Dennis's birthday. So <laughs> right. I told him that was his gift. I told him that was his gift because uh, about 20 years ago... I was like, who do you want to play at your 50th birthday, you know? He's like, I want Motley Crue, and I I don't remember what I said. I probably said stuff like Poison or whatever. And uh, so he owes me a big band experience, you know? Who do you you uh, want? uh, Yeah, who? I was able to get Motley Crue to say happy birthday to Big D and and, uh, hit it off on his 50th. That's pretty cool.
1: Who do you want, Richard? I'm just curious.
5: You know... I think I'd probably go with uh, a combination of either, like, uh, Metallica or Poison or or uh, Van Halen. But I might flip the other way and go with, like, LL Cool J back in the day, you know? I mean, when I graduated high school in 87, that was what was going down.
1: <laughs> so I have so... no
5: idea. I'm all over the board with what I listen to. Oh, that's I literally <laughs> just hit the seek button and whatever it lands on, and i listen right. to it for a little while. I'm not really tuned into
1: one genre all right hold on we're going to talk a little bit more richard rollins find out what he's doing at sema and uh just you know a little social media radio the original social media we'll be right back why should you trust Brembo brakes because 60 years of racing testing braking and bettering because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit BuyBrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Help.
3: I need somebody Help, help. Not just anybody help. help You know I need someone
1: While well, you're listening to The Drive, I'm Alan Taylor. Our show brought to you by Dodge, domestic, not domesticated. Another guy that is domestic but not domesticated is Richard Rawlings. Married now, by the way. Beautiful wife and uh, following him on social media. Uh, I just have to give him props for the social media that he does. What do you got now? A million or more than a million people following you on social media? I don't even know what it is, Richard. Our
5: total reach across uh, all channels is uh, a little over 25 million. Oh!
1: <laughs> I remember when you had, like, uh, like my audience. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. <laughs> but uh, the reality is that, you know, if you do something and you, you follow your passions and your heart, and you know what you, you shouldn't do, like... Imagine Richard doing an interview with somebody. I mean, to me, it wouldn't make any sense at all. It would make zero sense because you give zero shiznits, if you know what I'm saying, about that part of the media world. Your thing is you are active in doing what we in the hobby do. Now, I don't know if you know this, Richard. You probably do because I've told you. But I used to own wrecking yards. That was my thing. I was you, 30 years ago, I was building, we had motorized bar stools and we used to throw like gas on the floor, light it on fire and drive through it with a motorized bar stool. I know it's hard to picture, but I got pictures and I'm going to show you next time. We used to create short bed crew cabs. Remember when there was no such thing as a short bed crew cab? We would take Chevy pickups and Ford pickups and we would, you know, weld frames together and, and, you know, I mean, and do it right on a frame machine, but we created what we want and that's what you do. You create what you want to see and people love seeing it. I used to think we should have a show about this and then about 10 years later, I meet this guy named Richard Rollins and he says, I'm going to do this show. It's called Fast and Loud and I'm like, yeah, you should because damn it the world needs that and and i remember before your show and god i'm so proud of you i can't even tell you that you've you've done it and done a great job at it and you know taking some lumps and bumps along the way because social media could be cruel i was talking about that with uh, bj my friend bj clean on the front section of the show what do you do for the haters what do you say to them besides i know the f-bomb but don't say that but what do you do how do you deal with it we just don't
5: engage with them. You know, the funny thing about the people that type in, you know, something stupid or say, you know, whatever they want to voice about me or Gas Monkey or whatever is when you click on their profile, they have like 20 followers, True, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, and they're just what I call, uh, the, the, keyboard pirate and, uh, they're just negative because their life sucks. And, right, right. I've heard very little real creative criticism. It's usually just, you know, negative. And, you know, I can take a punch on the, to the face or a punch to the gut or a bad review if it's real. And it comes from a proper thought process, you know, but we just don't get that. We get a bunch of like negative naysayers and you know, this doesn't, this sucks and blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you know, you were paying attention and you saw what I did and you commented on it. So, Whether or not you like it, you're a fan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's true. It's true. Okay, so first of all, you had a big auction. How did that go? You bought a whole giant collection. How did it go? It
5: went insanely
1: good considering
5: I had to hold that for two years. You know, everybody that does what we do or what I do, you know, our inventory is money. we got to move it. You know, we've got to make that few percent on everything and, and keep it all orbiting and uh i had to sit on that for two years because of covid and uh it did real well i still own the land i'm fixing to get ready to sell that mm. so i don't know the whole tale of the tape yet but it it looks that i'm going to be uh in uh profitable territory and uh come out of it relatively uh on the positive side
1: Good, good for you. What about this
5: big? So we sold uh, 175 motorcycles and right. 40 cars, and right. about 200 pieces of memorabilia.
1: Yeah, right. No, I listen. I followed it along the way, and I was like, wow, you know. And of course, we talked about it on the show. So I just wanted to know if you, you know, or or it could have been I lost my butt, but you know, thank God you're not there. Okay, what about this big sweepstakes you were doing? And you've got about one minute to tell the world what that is. And we'll take a break and come back with some more of you.
5: It was absolutely insane, and we're doing it again. But basically, every dollar you spend at Gas Monkey Proper here in Dallas, Texas, or online, you get an entry, and the ultimate winner gets to bring three of their friends, first class to Dallas, party with me, and take any car I have.
1: Now, now take it. just so you know, he means any car he has. And if you've ever been to Gas Monkey Garage in Dallas... Uh, it's an impressive list of cars. And, Richard, by the way, I found a little uh, Van Halen for you. Hot for teacher, because, you know, that's who he wants to play. So, you know, I know Michael Anthony from Van Halen. Um, I'm going to talk to him about maybe playing at your uh, your birthday party. When is your
5: 50th? At my, at my new establishment. You know, we just broke ground on a brand new one. Where? Where? here in dallas i close the old one oh. uh, while we break down and build the new one
1: okay all right all right hold tight we'll talk on the other side gas monkey bar and grill gas monkey garage head gas monkey on the show richard Rollings we'll be right back
0: tuned there's more of the drive with Alan Taylor on the road ahead
3: now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study for J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards.
0: Is The Drive with Alan Taylor.
1: Our show brought to you in part by Brembo, Brembo Breaks. Where do you buy Brembo? At buybrembo.com. The choice of champions. Richard Rawlings joining us. Chief Gas Monkey at Gas Monkey Garage. Gasmonkeygarage.com on the web. Yeah, for every dollar you spend there, uh, you're entered into a contest to win Whatever car you want out of Richard's collection, they're going to do the second one. By the way, what car, Richard, did whatever person win? What what did they end up taking? Which one?
5: You know, he was a a veteran, and he's into civil engineering and uh, defense. And so I knew as soon as I talked to him, Maddie. He went for the money play. He took the TRX, brand-new Dodge uh, TRX, <laughs> by right. 2021, black-on-black <laughs> TRX. Oh, and, man. Uh, <laughs> I
1: know, don't blame uh, him. I don't blame him. <laughs> you going to get another one? Know,
5: I got the secret phone number, so I've already got a new one. Guys. Oh, good, good. <laughs>
1: Order me one, too, please. Uh, tell Tim I said hi. Oh, but anyway, let's talk about SEMA now. Coming up next week, starting like beginning of the week, is SEMA Tuesday, Richard is going to be at SEMA. If you're there, look for his gas monkey face. Monkey face. I mean gas monkey face. What are you doing? you got a big thing going on at SEMA on Tuesday.
5: I teamed up with uh, Polaris that owns uh, Slingshot, and uh, I took my personal Slingshot, and they dared me to build something different. You know the, that I like a, a challenge, so we got after it, and we will be unveiling our version of a uh, 2021 Slingshot at the Dub booth on Tuesday afternoon around 3 or 4 o'clock and uh, what have you. So we're getting out there on Sunday, rest Monday. We're going to go out and drive in the desert and do some filming and stuff like that right on. Uh, with a bunch of owners, and then we're going to unveil what we built. And I can tell you, no one's ever done what I did to a slingshot, and it's going to blow people's mind. We're on the cover of the Dub magazine for the SEMA issue. Nice. And uh, you know we're just real proud to be a part of uh, Polaris Slingshot. Across the board, did I say slingshot enough times to get that that gratuitous commercial out there? Right, but see, here's the funny (laughs) thing.
1: I know what a slingshot is, you know what a slingshot is, and millions of people want to know, what is a slingshot from Polaris? Tell them, because I I don't think everybody knows.
5: The front-engine, four-cylinder, stick-or-automatic, side-by-side seating, three-wheeled vehicle that is considered by the U.S. government a motorcycle, and uh what have you but it's a fun vehicle it's got a little bit of torque and power and uh what we did to it is completely different the the usual standard norm is big wheels and lowering it way down lots of stereo lots of lights and stuff like that and uh you know here at gas monkey we like to say that 90 percent of the attitude is the altitude so we did our thing (laughs)
1: Uh, all right last thing we got about uh, two minutes where and what is next? Where are you going to be? What are you doing? I mean, this TV stuff that you're doing that's now going to be available online. Can you just give us two minutes? It's of- all I
5: want people to sign up, uh, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube, Gas Monkey Garage on YouTube. We're putting out stuff. We're getting millions and millions of views, and I can't thank the fans enough. We're really putting on what was never on the shows. you know, what the real life is here at Gas Monkey and what's going on and uh what we do day to day and then uh you know of course we got the the giveaways going on for the foreseeable future people are going to be able to come here and take one of my cars and then we closed down gas monkey uh barn grill here in dallas and uh we've uh we broke ground on a new facility about three times the size maybe four times the size and uh only a mile from the shop I'm in Vegas. Darren SEMA actually is uh, on Wednesday. I'm looking at four or five locations there to uh. open uh, a Gas Monkey-themed uh, restaurant. And then the big thing you don't know about is uh, I've got uh, approximately 125 American diners. Most of them are attached to truck stops. You see them under various names, the Golden Spoon, the Golden Skillet, the whatever. Well, one company owns about 300 of those, and we struck a deal with them, and we are transferring the first 125 of those over the next three years into Gas Monkey Roadside. All this right. is big news. <laughs> You're the first one breaking it.
0: <laughs> we have.
5: We're taking locations that have been diners for maybe as long as 30 or 40 years, and we're stamping them from the kitchen forward and reinventing the american dining experience As matter of awesome. fact the uh name uh, gas monkey roadside and uh it's the tagline is american diner rebuilt uh so we're gonna put our stand <laughs> there's 28 of there's 28 of
1: them on route 66 alone that's awesome all right listen time for us to go to SEMA. I'm playing the monkeys for you, brother, for the Gas Monkey Garage and Gas Monkey Bar and Grill. Richard Rawlings, everybody. I'll be with him at SEMA. We'll send you some more information about how you can see us together yeah, on TV. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. You. Bye-bye. All right. It's the drive. See you next week. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated
2: highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models.